audio version of Michael Leitman's blog. March 2, 2023. How to find your spiritual form. Imagine that there is a stone wall in front of you with one empty hole where you need to put one missing stone. That stone is you, and you need to make the shape match the empty hole in the wall from all sides. A correction must be made on yourself by connecting yourself to the friends surrounding you from six sides. You need to get your spiritual form from them. You have no spiritual form at present, it appears only to the extent that you adapt yourself to your friends and connect with them as one sephirah among the ten sephirot. They determine how you should look, how you should bestow, and how you should behave with them. In this way you enter into your spiritual work and you begin to understand that this is the work of the Creator. The Creator changes your friends all the time. They polish you, and thanks to them, you acquire your correct and real spiritual form. The spiritual form of each one depends on everyone, and this is how we all build the image of the Creator together. He himself has no form, it is we who create it. As it is written, you have made me. By the fact that everyone brings themselves to be in correspondence with others, we create the Creator who did not exist before. Only the law of correspondence of the qualities of each to all the others works here. It is impossible to reach a connection with the Creator if you have not established connection with all your friends. The stronger your heart is, that is, the more ready you are for spiritual work the more difficult it is for you to feel others and to begin to relate correctly to the fact that it is in connection with them that you must form a place for the revelation of the Creator. Everyone should try to minimally cut off his qualities and to adjust himself as much as possible to the place provided by others. Through the qualities obtained in this way, we build a spiritual vessel, a wall, and a house. The pieces that I cut off from myself are my stony heart which has resisted connection with my friends. By cutting off these pieces, I am able to connect with my friends and thus build a large clee, a temple. It turns out that I only cut off what was not necessary, something that prevented me from moving toward a higher purpose. I see that it is worth cutting off these properties and desires from myself in order to bring myself into conformity with the highest level together with my friends, to build a higher clee. From the Daily Kabbalah Lesson February 21, 2023. Preparation for Opening the Heart at the Congress The Truth About Kabbalah Question, from a letter, Kabbalah is a mystical movement in Judaism. In essence, it is a method to read and understand Torah. It is based on the idea that the text of the Torah can be interpreted at four different levels the highest of which is revealed through special mystical practices. So, Kabbalah is mysticism and not truth? Answer, what nonsense! I have not heard a single word of truth right now. Kabbalah is simply a set of laws of nature that we must observe if we want to live in harmonious union with nature. Question, what is this set of laws? What is nature? Answer, there is nature, it is everything that exists including people, including everyone and everything, our world, our worlds, galaxies. Basically, 
It is everything that we can imagine. It all represents one unified whole that exists with the help of mutually interconnected forces. Kabbalah explores these interconnected forces. It explains to us, that only by fulfilling the general law of nature, the general interconnection between all parts of nature, will we be able to understand, perceive, feel and exist in this nature. If we do not reach the desire to attain this nature, then it will gradually throw us, out from itself. And in the end, we will still be forced to accept its integral law as the general law of everything that exists. Question, you talk all the time about one law that governs all this nature and us. What is this law? Answer, this law is called the creator. That is, there is a force that contains all parts of the universe at any level, inanimate, vegetative, animate, human, and others that we do not yet know. We may call them mystical, it does not matter. But all these levels exist, interact, and are interdependent on each other. Question, it turns out that we are inside the creator, inside this law. Answer, of course. Inside the creator. And we are obliged to obey this law. Of all the forms of life known to us, we are the only form of life that is aware of itself and is aware, in some way of the presence of the Creator, its source, its root. From Cab TV's News with Dr. Michael Laitman January 26, 2023 Mashiach, the force of purification. Question, why do Kabbalistic sources say that the Messiah, Mashiach, will come from Galilee? Answer, from the north. Of course since Mashiach is a force that brings knowledge, the revelation of the Creator. Naturally, it should descend from above, from where Hochma and Bina, which are the sources of everything, descend into our world. Question, but the North, from the point of view of Kabbalah, is the judgments. From the North the enemy comes to Israel. How does it all move together? Answer, yes, it's not a very pleasant thing. The coming of the Mashiach is not the best thing, because it brings with it very serious showdowns, wars, and events that are difficult for humanity. But they are short-lived, rapid. Humanity is aware of its evil, egoism and quickly corrects it. Mashiach is a very strong cleansing force, in which you first see how opposite you are to it, and then agree that it will act on you, purify and change. From Cab TV's Kabbalistic Geography October 10, 2010 Do we need a sense of eternity in the temporal world? Question, what is the advantage of feeling endless life? Answer, the advantage is that our attitude to everything is changing. Let's say they took you and without asking about anything married you to some woman. They gave you this and that is it, permanently, forever. Now think about how to survive this state. You can't push her away, or distance yourself. This is yours. Moreover, this is not something inanimate that you can ignore, but she is constantly with you, in you, next to you. Therefore, there is only one solution, you need to change so that you feel good and pleasant with this person, otherwise, there is no way out not to die yourself, nor to kill her, 
nor to change, nor to run away, nothing. From this we begin to understand why we are given such a limited, temporary world. If, in addition to our egoism and everything that is here, if we also had a sense of eternity, it would be worse than death. From Cab TVs I got a call. A dream 400 years long April 7, 2012. The Ritual Around Food Question, the Kabbalists meal is very important. This is one of the main events for them. Traditionally when they gathered together, did they thereby perform key actions during the meal? Answer, I think that people understood from a long time ago the great importance of eating together. I don't think it went from Kabbalists to all other cultures. Maybe it comes from ancient Babylon. But most importantly a person feels that this is so. He feels it, understands it, and sees no better means of rapprochement than to have a cup of coffee or lunch with another and invite another to eat food. Since food is the most necessary element for our existence, by offering it to another person, you show your concern and inclusion in his problems and needs. Look at how it happens with children. A child at the table should always have something in his hand for complacency or even in both hands, because it's not enough for him if he holds a waffle in one hand. A guy invites a girl to sit in a cafe, diplomats meet at diplomatic receptions, everywhere everything is tied to the ritual around food. From the ancient ritual, when people were sitting around the fire came all the others, who sits higher, who is lower, who is the first to be served food who makes a toast, how a piece of game is cut, who gets what piece, and so on. Among Kabbalists and in general in all religions, this is tied to the inner psychology of a person. From Cab TVs I got a call. The most delicious food May 19, 2012. From Lake Kinret to the Dead Sea. There are many interesting places around Lake Kinneret, Sea of Galilee. There are two ancient cities, Saft and Tiberias. The Jordan River flows beyond the Kinneret. However, now it is a very pitiful river. But it was always very small. In principle, it represents the very thin, small, almost drying up stream of water or force that descends from the quality of Bina, reaches the foothills of Jerusalem and flows into the Dead Sea. Question, the streams of Bina seem to pass into the body, that is, into the Zeran Pin. What does Zeran Pin represent? Answer, Zeran Pin represents the stream, which descends to Malkhut. Malkhut is the Dead Sea, which, in principle, is called the Salty Sea, not the Dead Sea. There are a lot of interesting places along the Jordan River from Kinneret to the Dead Sea. There is Jericho, one of the oldest cities in the world, which was the gateway for subsequent conquests. Next come the foothills of Jerusalem. Jerusalem itself is like Yesord, like a source of contact between Yesord and the Creator, and Malkhut is located below, where the Dead Sea is. It collects the remnants of water descending from Bina. Jerusalem was not originally the capital of Israel. It was a conquered city. At first, the capital city was Shomran, in Samaria, and then it was moved there. 
we know what kind of internecine fights were there about this. But, of course, there is no such place as Jerusalem was once at its height, and as it is today at the baseness of its fall after destruction. From Cab TV's Kabbalistic Geography October 10, 2010